0: If you love the Black Married and Debt Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like. But that helps our viewership ranking. Peace.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and uh, I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black, Married, and Death Free podcast. And as you can see, uh, I'm flying solo today, but it's all good. Uh, we're gonna, you know, handle business because I'm here with friends, man. I'm here with uh, friends of the podcast. Before I really tell you who these guys are, let let me sing their praises a little bit, man. Because you know we don't give people their flowers enough, and 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 these two are are hosts, so they do this to others. So I'm gonna embarrass them real quick. So we have two individuals that were engineers by 22, retired by 25. I'm gonna say (laughs) that one more time. Engineers by 22 and retired by 25. They uh, have a top 50 business podcast on itunes uh over 100 episodes of that podcast uh multiple six-figure business we, we may be trending to seven figures at this <gasps> we're we gonna find out but uh we have none other than alex and marlon of the money Monopolizers. y'all know who they are fellas how you doing
2: Marcus? my man happy to be back man for the
1: third time
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> marlon how you doing bro
1: no, I'm doing excellent, man. I'm glad to be back just in general, man. It's been a been a long time coming. Like you're pretty much uh, interviewing us every time we have a new milestone that we've hit. So I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, man. And you know, when I reached out, you know, I, I couldn't help but hear Fat Joe, you know, yesterday's price might not be today's price. Like they might not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I appreciate y'all, man, uh being back on. I know a lot bro, of bro, we
2: we're gonna collect we're gonna collect it on the back. We're gonna collect the old- <laughs> Bro on the back end
0: <laughs> right. so guys, let's get right into it, man uh, like I said, engineers that that when we first had you on we had you on episode thirty two and I was just so intrigued by you all's story and and I like to me and Shire like to say that we catch people on the way up like uh, all the people we've interviewed we always see like potential and we like man we better get in now because you know who knows right so I saw that with you guys then, and uh that was in twenty nineteen. And so much has changed. So I, I, I want to start here, and I'm gonna ask this question. I think this will answer all the questions or a large portion of the story. How has podcasting for YouTube uh, changed the trajectory of your your financial situation? Uh, how has you you all's podcasts affected that?
2: It it can't even be put into comprehension, bro. Come on, man it's 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 really indescribable because the fact of the matter is like everything we have everything we're doing has come at some point you could trace it back to the podcast at some point whether it's you know three degrees one degree two degree at some point you could trace trace it back to the podcast and that speaks a lot to how powerful the podcast actually is we were just talking offline um just about podcasting in general how slept on it is right now man i'll my business, Marlon's business, the real estate, everything has come from a podcast. If it didn't start with ours, it came from someone else's, first of all. So, all the real estate came, we learned real estate through podcasts. Probably 95% of our real estate knowledge has come from podcasts. Shout out Bigger Pockets. And then, once we started ours in 2019, that's when the formula changed from because originally the formula was uh, buy real estate and use the cash flow from that to retire from your job. It's a little slower process than I actually wanted to go through. So when we started a podcast, you know, starting to see all these different industries, number one, that forced us to get into a different community on social media, starting that podcast. So now you start seeing all these different industries. And then from there, it's just like, you you can't see that. You can't have this knowledge and not act on it. Right. like it's not possible like for for us at least it's like we cannot see what people are doing learn about it and continue to keep doing what you're doing right so once we you know started doing that started bringing different guests on the rest was history man because at that point it's I got the knowledge now right once I got the knowledge it's a wrap right. I don't know if Marley has something to add to that
1: but... now me and Alex have talked about this either on episode 100 or 104 of our podcast we as we were talking about how when we first got started Alex had like had this idea about the podcast after talking with his sister, and he had brought it to me saying, like, Hey, I'm about to get ready. To start. I want to start a podcast, and like, we either say yes or no. Like, I'm probably gonna do it either way, but I'd love for you to like take this journey with me. I told him on the podcast, I was like, Bro, that's the best yes I've ever said. Reason <laughs> reason being though, is because if I think about all the high net worth individuals that I know now, I would say that 99% of them came by way of of like alex said some sort of podcast whether it's through the pockets that we were listening to in order to learn about real estate or whether it's through our own podcast all the people that we know and con- that, that we network with now that are at a higher level financially all came due to a podcast the businesses that we started up now uh, that, that we're uh, building up and flourishing are because of a podcast because of our podcast like that it is the most slipped on thing right now in 2021. It's just a podcast in general. Like this, this is so game changing. I can't even express it in words.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I I think you guys pretty, pretty much summed it up. It's like, like I was telling uh, Alex off air. It's like, I never walk away from a podcast interview. Like, man, that was a waste of time. You know, (laughs) you're always enlightened. You're always like building a relationship and learning, you know what I mean? We're learning, like like I'm learning right now from YouTube, you know, so I love that. So now, now let me ask you guys this. Can you go into a little bit of the specifics as to, and you touched on Alex, how your uh, financial independence strategy changed and, and into where it is now? So lead us to to where you guys are, are now with your businesses.
2: Yeah, so originally, and I'll talk about mine and then Marlon, he could talk about his, but like originally for me you know we started this journey we talked about it in an episode did we record that episode in 2019 by the way or when did I don't even know when mm-hmm. we recorded it
0: the first time it was in 2019? Yeah, 2019 2019. my god i was ages crazy
1: crazy Ain't october
0: it? october 2019 which is we, like
1: two years that. ago wow we weren't doing nothing back then <laughs>
0: <laughs> well
2: that's when it started october <laughs> exactly. for me for, in terms of the journey changing so so originally what we what what it was was like i said we started and, and so many things I want to say but we when we graduated from college in December 2017 at that point January 2018 that's when the this this thing was born the financial freedom journey was born right because you immediately getting into the workplace we see that's not free for us so at that point it's like okay we just act on based on whatever is in front of us at that time or what what new information comes to us at that point in time right so at that point in time, real estate was because it was so because real estate is such a foundational element of wealth and financial freedom that it's just something you see everywhere Mm -hmm. robert kiyosaki bigger pockets all over youtube real estate is something that always just comes up so that became the um the vehicle for financial freedom at that point in time it was buy enough rental properties to eventually replace the job and then you can you know uh Scale that now with your freed up time and build your real estate portfolio. There's that's an absolutely amazing strategy, <laughs> great strategy that can you know build wealth and financial freedom for anyone. But like I said, once you once we started the podcast and we got exposed to this stuff, you start seeing all the different things. Then that's when I really started thinking, like, man, okay, if you don't only have to do real estate, right? You can do. At that point, trucking was the first thing I had uh, looked into, right? You could do. Uh, mobile mobile homes. You can do vending machines. You can do stock options. You can do rental cars. You can do, you know, a marketing company. You can do Amazon FBA. By the way, I'm going through everything I actually tried. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not just saying stuff. So at that point, that's what it became in 2019. I, I started studying trucking, bought my first truck that year. And then 2020, that's why I, so I told people I went to entrepreneurship university. Right. I learned and I took I, every, anytime something came to me, I was like, oh, I got to learn about that. I got to learn about that. I got to learn about that. Right. At that time, I was just doing what I thought I should be doing, having multiple streams of income. Right. right. That's what everybody preaches. That's what we were preaching on the podcast. <laughs> multiple streams of income. Right. Cool. So that's what we doing. Throughout this whole entire year, you know, you, 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 I started first with the trucking. I got into rental cars, mobile homes vending machines a marketing company oh and amazon fba at that time i'm doing all these different things i got 15 businesses while well, i'm still working a nine to five <laughs> so it's like all of them are getting the same amount of time which is nothing
1: if you want <laughs> like two minutes each yeah <laughs> right
2: if you want to if you want to spread it out so it's like it got to a point where you know i really was i don't i didn't it never came to a point where it was like i need to focus on something it wasn't until i tried Again, what was the next thing? The cleaning business from Anthony and Januk. Shout out to Hartrimony. After you know, we interviewed them on a podcast. They talked about it. I got into that business. Then it was like, okay, this business is different. I'm doing the same thing, giving this one the same amount of time, you know. But then something started happening where it's like, okay, this one I can actually, I can, I can actually scale this one probably a lot
0: faster. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's what I did. I ended up just focusing on that one. And in 2021, earlier this year, eliminated, liquidated every other business I had going on. And I focused 100% on the cleaning business. And in the first 12 months of that business, after I decided to eliminate it, I made $200,000 in revenue. In the last three months, I've made probably $150,000 in the last three months. And that's all come from just focusing. Yeah. So... Like I said, we said multiple streams of income is that was the goal, right? Right. But when you're giving each thing two minutes, and you got one rental car, you got one vending machine, you got one rental property, you got you know some stock options, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how the journey looked for me specifically.
0: Got you. That's a lot of nuggets there. I'm gonna let you go, Marlon. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, nah, so our journeys were a, little, were a little bit different at this time, because back when we first started learning about all of these different business ventures that we can go into through the podcast, I was in grad school. And so as a grad student, I was like, we're doing real estate. Um, I got my grad. I got to do like my research assistantship. I got to go to class. I got to do, do homework and stuff like that. I don't have any physical time to take action on these businesses that we're seeing right now. and But one thing I did say, I was like, oh, oh stock options, I might, I might dabble into that. I don't have to like really be present physically for something like that. So I, I did dabble in that a little bit. But it wasn't until I graduated uh, college, or graduated grad school, that I was like, man, I'm getting into something when I get out of here. Like I was... My catchphrase, went, like for the whole last semester of the of that um, grad school experience, was "I can't wait to be gone." Mm. I said said that almost every day. I can't wait to be done. Can't wait to be gone. <laughs> People were like, "Man, you can stay for a PhD?" No, not stay for a no PhD. I'm wasting time. And I'm just because I'm itching at this point, because like you will hear people go experience like the entrepreneurship seizure where they they finally see entrepreneurship as a way for them to be able to um, live their lifestyle, be able to pay for their lifestyle, things like that. And so now they want to get into a little bit of everything that they see. We, we were no different so as soon as i graduated from college well from grad school um i came back to houston and this is where my parents live at so um i told my dad i was like man i'm, I'm getting into some businesses like i see we're about to get into rental cars about to get us a mobile home we already got a rental property um i want to get vent- someone start vending machines too because we've heard we heard all those on the podcast already and i'm like i'm back let's just get it come on <laughs> so <laughs> we ended up getting a, re- a rental car back in August of 2020. And um so that was our that was our first purchase. Like, okay, we got a rental car. Cool. It's like a checklist though. It's not like something that you start a business. It's a right. checklist. Right. Got a rental car. All right. Now like okay, <laughs> we need a we need a mobile home. All right. So we, we used to search for mobile homes like every other, every day, every every other day. Driving around. We found a mobile home. It took us about three or four months to get it. Got it. <laughs> Alex is dying. <laughs> <laughs> Took us a few months to get it. It was crazy trying to even get that. Still renting out the car, still doing stock options, still got a nine to five. And it was like, all right, got the mobile home finally. Let's check. Um, I need to start an app. All right, that's next. I guess I guess get something for myself. I'm gonna start an app. I'm I'm doing I'm I'm every day. I'm writing writing out a blueprint for an app. I got the whole thing written out today, still. The whole app is developed. All right, cool. Got that. Then so now my time is spread so thin at this point. I'm putting time towards every single thing. And I been. Mean, that's not even all the business. I got more on top of that, that I was still researching, <laughs> trying to get into. December of 2020, <clears throat> I joined this thing called the morning meetup. Uh, it's led by a guy named David Shans. He's uh, uh, the host of the Social Proof podcast. That is what changed it for me, because one of his uh, sermons that he was giving was about focusing. And it's just like toward the end of December of last year, and um, he was talking about how people in entrepreneurship, they never are able to build anything substantial because instead of uh, spreading their sales vertically, meaning that they're buckling down on one business and expanding vertically, they expand themselves horizontally, meaning that they try to get it. They dabble into every little business, get like one of each and just pretty much exactly what I was doing. And they never actually build anything. They just have a whole, they're they're actually confused. And so in 2021, I decided that I was going to focus. And so I told my dad, because we both were doing the rental cars together, I said, I'm not going to keep focusing on all the other stuff. I'm, in 2021, we're going to focus in on the rental car business. And even, even still, I was still thinking about the other stuff. But it, as the time went on, I can't, it got less and less throughout mm-hmm. 2021. And so from then on, we only had one car purchase in all of 2020. All of 2020. In the 2021, we purchased 11 cars. And so now we're able to bring in Well, we were able to generate more income than my engineering job at That's what allowed me to be able to retire early as well at age of 25. And now we're looking to expand our fleet to 20 by the end of this year, but through like joint venture and partnerships. Man,
0: this is this is incredible stuff, man. And there's so I don't I don't want to take too much of y'all's time, but there's so much good stuff. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, I mean, what you guys explained is so common and uh, it's, it's wonderful. And I think we talked about this uh, on the back end of one of the podcasts uh, that we've done. But that's the gift and the curse of like what we do. You interview these dope people who do all these great things and you're like, man. I, I mean, I got to try some of this, you know. And so, but, but like you said, uh, Monty, we spread ourselves vertically or we spread ourselves horizontally, you said and instead of vertically, and and then you're not doing anything. You you're, you're just doing a little of everything. And I'm like that too because I tell people like I think I have I think I have undiagnosed uh, ADD. Like I think I grew up like that. Like I get bored really easily, and I'm like I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. So that is not good when you're when you're trying to focus on you know something. So, but but tell me this, uh, Alex. I'm gonna go to you first. How important was it, however, to try? Yeah. Things To find out what was going to stick Like where is that That happy medium between Doing too much and you know I'm just really trying to see What's going to work for me me.
2: Yeah and that's I'm glad you went to this Because this is what I know a lot of people Were thinking about it too It's like oh well You know if I try this And I don't like it Or it's just not working Then when am I supposed to Move on to the next thing right And that is a very 100% valid question right Because it's not I mean you look at a lot Of the wealthiest people a lot of the stuff they built their wealth in is not their first business (laughs) they tried a lot of stuff jeff bezos elon musk you know all these guys they tried a whole bunch it might have been in in similar industries but it was different things and so what i think people need to understand is there's a couple of things number one you got to understand where you are in your life in terms of your ability to take risks um that's number one right because for me, as a, you know, 20, 20, what was this? 2019, I was, you know, 23 years old, um, you know, working an engineering job, living in a rent-free garage apartment, right? Where I don't even have to pay rent. My car's paid off. I spend like $600 a month on bills. I have a huge ceiling to for risk, yeah. right? I can try anything in the world lose a million dollars and not even it won't even uh, nobody's going to even feel the effects of it i won't even feel the effects of it right so that's the most important thing to understand because and it's not to say if you have if you're not in that exact situation that you can't try the things but i was in a position where i could so you have to understand what position you're in because for a lot of people you know if you are if you have kids if you have a wife it's your risk tolerance is going to be differently and that's why i always say i'm just so grateful for the way our journey unfolded because We started with the real estate and the thing that real estate allowed us to do was to understand house hacking Mm -hmm. and understand the power of that. And that's something everybody could do regardless of where you are. That's going to significantly increase your risk tolerance. Mm -hmm. If you house hack, it's, it's not even like, it's incomprehensible how much it's going (laughs) to increase your risk tolerance because now I'm telling you not having, when you, when you can not all the money you would have spent on rent can go to building your business, you can spend a lot of money in your business and you can lose a lot of money in your business, most importantly. So once you have that foundation in place, then I think you're able to take a lot more risk. Now, once you, let's say you have got that in place and you start doing other stuff, I think people, what people need to understand is giving themselves that, like, because I think a lot of people, what happens is they see how someone else is doing something and they want to emulate it exactly and they want the same exact results. That's them. Like I want to, they even want it in the same timeline. Yes. And it's like, yo, that's not how it works at all. There's so many different factors that go into play as to what is going to, um, you know, determine the results you get. Like external factors that you haven't, you don't even, you're not even conscious about. Mm -hmm. Because like, don't, you can try something, but don't try to look at what other people are doing, how other people are doing it and try to compare your results to theirs because then that's going to even discourage you even more. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, Anyone if you I'm competitive. And if you if you if you if we in the same business and you telling me now I know we're in the same business, I'm going to try to cook you like that's my in my head. I'm trying to murder you now. And so it's like, you not. you better off not even telling me personally. That's just that's just me personally. Like that's that's really how I feel. So, you know, just stay in your own lane. Do your thing. Don't look at what I'm doing because I'm telling you. Yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm tunnel vision all the way, and, and once if I know about it, it's a wrap. So that's the two things I would say for people to like understand your situation and don't try to compare. Like, don't try to say because that person's doing that business and they got that result. I'm gonna go do that exact same business and try to get that exact same result. It doesn't. It doesn't matter about the business. It Doesn't matter. Ooh, it's the person. On. It's the person that's in the business that's operating the business. I could have got these results if I focused on any business. I just chose this one so that's i think the two things that people gotta understand
0: ah that's that's that's
1: that was powerful man that's strong right
0: there.
1: (laughs) i ain't gonna lie but no no just to continue on with that i think first off people need to identify why they're getting into a particular business like first so before anything else like, if, especially if you're trying out different businesses, that's already a good thing for you because now you can start comparing and, and contrasting what you like about one business versus another one. So now you, you may like low overhead, for instance. Low overhead may be your reason for pursuing this business. You may like the passivity of it. Like it doesn't require a whole bunch of time, energy or effort to do run the business. And you may you may like how easy, how feasible it is for you to scale. The, all these things are the factors that you should be looking at to say, I can see myself running this business because, like Alex said, if you ha- if you're the person that can operate this business and grow it, it doesn't matter which business you choose. It just matters about your 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 point of preference at that point. Like, which one do I prefer to to scale? Because I have the mentality that I can scale. I don't, I'm not being blinded by what somebody else's success in order to for me to uh, move move on my own business. And I think that's another big thing. And like Alex was just hitting on is that. If you, are, um, if you are discouraged by seeing somebody else's success and, and because you're, you're not meeting that same timeline, you need to first go through personal development because you before you even continue going with business, you haven't addressed the, the foundation. And if you only address that foundation, that, you're not going to last long anyways because you don't have your, mo- your mentality right to have sustainability as a business owner. You still are operating as an employee that's looking for val- validation from something else. So you need to switch your entire mentality before you move on from here.
0: Man, that's wow. That's that's so true. Um, I and, and I think a lot of people, I think a lot of our listeners deal with that, right? You, you see us, you see the guests that we bring on, and you may be like, you know, that fear of missing out. It's just and 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 the social media doesn't help that. You know what I mean? But like you said, uh, Marlon, it's like if that's your issue, you you won't be a successful business business person anyway because you haven't addressed that that need to you know see to get validation and then and, and alex i love what you said man about it's not the business i heard you say on one of your podcasts it's like man i don't care about cleaning like you know what i mean like this is just a means to it you know it's a means to an end but yeah. and, and like you said here today anything that i would have put this energy in <clears throat> i would have been successful that's that's yeah, we can shut it down with this. Right? <laughs> no, but just, one
2: thing I one thing that you mentioned that I wanted to comment on too, because you talk about y'all's listeners, right? Because I noticed anyone that does a podcast, you you think this happens, right? Because I think a lot of people, you know, they listen to a podcast, and they'll try to, you know, try to compare their journey to whoever is hosting the podcast too, especially because you know that's someone they listen to a lot. But you got to understand, even before this podcast started. Even before you know, we got to this level. There's so many things that we were doing in terms of personal development and growth that happened way before even this podcast that mm-hmm. you might not have even done yet. So it's like that's why I say, like, if I would have know, known what I know about business, no, if I would have started the same cleaning business in 2018, I would have gotten nothing. I would have gotten nowhere. Wow. I didn't have the knowledge and you know personal development in terms of business knowledge and personal development as well to actually scale that business to that point. I wasn't ready. Yeah. It took the growth. The podcast helped a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Books. I re- I watched thousands of YouTube videos. All the stuff that I do, it, it has helped to get, to go into that. So that's what like I want people to understand too. It's like, you have to go through that personal development like Marlon has said too. That's very important. And that that starts way... Like all the stuff you see that people are doing on social media, if it's actually legitimate, they start the personal development came much longer before the success.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let, Shire wanted me to get this in fellas, uh, because we, our last podcast, uh, we talked about, uh, college and I'm looking at two brothers who are uh, highly educated, but now see themselves as, as entrepreneurs. So I got to get y'all's take on this. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on, on the education system, higher learning in general, uh, is, should we be should we be the next generation? Should we be leaning them towards more entrepreneurship, or should we be leaning them more towards college, or a little bit of both? Uh, let's start with you on this on this, Marla.
1: I think so. Just going from my, based on my experiences, for one, it's hard for a high a junior high or high schooler to, to truly tell you what it is that they're passionate about and that they want to do for a living, right? Right as they're graduating high school, some people actually have it, but some people don't. And so it's very hard to just – so a lot of people are going to – like a lot of parents are going to force their students or their kids into a, something that they don't necessarily like because the kid is trying to please their parents or the kid is trying to fit into society. And so one of my biggest uh, recommendations now is that you. As a parent, you spend time figuring out what your child does like and don't like. So, like, watch what watch what they put put their time and energy and effort towards. Like, watch what they're spending a lot of their time doing, and spend time figuring out what it is that they like. Once you figure that out, that's when you can start um, segueing their preferences in life to um, some type of career pathway. It may or may not even involve school. But it's going to be a, it's a different approach as opposed to saying, oh, well, if you like this, well, no, it, trying, trying to say um, you should go to the school to make sure you make something that's over $50,000 a year when you graduate or something like that. And so now you're going to try to uh, pinpoint them into a particular type of field that they may or may not be interested in. And so it's a fine line with that, though. Now, uh, for me, if I could go back and do everything all over again, I probably wouldn't do grad school just based on what I know now, but I I do also appreciate the um, the connections that I built through through the college experience. So I would, if I could uh, keep anything, I would love that part. But it was just like I said, it's been a fine line between um, me being pro school or pro entrepreneurship because not everybody is even wants to be an entrepreneur, even though it it has benefits that we appreciate. It may not be for everybody. Got you. Alex?
2: I think, I mean, obviously, so we obviously went to college. So I I see the value in college in terms of, you know, what it can actually do in terms of earning potential, personal development, growth, all those things. All of that is very evident. And it's very clear um, that, you know, if you go to college, you generally do earn more money. Now, is the value of a college degree as valuable as it was 20 years ago? No, because 20 years ago, information isn't as abundant as it is today. So today you don't need to necessarily have a college degree to even work many jobs in tech, for instance, right? You can go work at Tesla or SpaceX without a college degree if you are just educated and trained. Because there's, I think people got to understand there's a difference between schooling and being educated, mm. right? Most people get schooled. Most people don't actually get educated. I feel like, I, I mean, I got an engineering degree, but I feel like I got schooled. Mm. I mean, I, I, education is different. Now, what I did after school, I'm educated now. Because I, I was self-education, right? It's different now because that's something I actually wanted to do. So I, obviously there's value in it, but uh, I think the only thing I always tell people is like, I say to, because no, no matter what, a job should never be your, your, your end-all be-all, no matter what. Even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, a job should never be your end-all be-all. But that job should be able to, uh, you, know, you should be able to leverage it into something that can get you financial freedom so that you can work if you want to doesn't have to be business. It can be real estate. It could be, you know, uh, fire. It could be, you know, a st- uh, dividend paying stocks, whatever. Anything that can pay you passively. In order to do that, though, you need to have capital at some point, right? We had engineering jobs that helped significantly in buying real estate up front uh, in terms of how much we were able to save and how fast we were able to save it. So look at, to me, I always just say, look at the job as your first investor. Yes. In which they can, you know, fund your financial freedom. Because that's what my job is whether they enjoy it or not, that's what they okay. did. You're right. So that's how, that's why I think people should look at it. If, if honestly the only thing I would ever change, there's two things I would change. I would have house sacked when I was 18. <laughs> and when I first went to college, I would have whole another story, but I would have bought a property when I was 18. Second thing I would have said, I instead, originally when I went to school, I was doing computer science, ended up switching to civil engineering. I would have stayed in computer science. Cause I would have been, I would have made significantly more while I was working at nine to five. Um, Granted, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Maybe I wouldn't be financially free if I did do that because I would have been enjoying that tech money. Who knows? But I just know that that could have, you know, helped me fund more investments, those kinds of things. And also computer science coding. That's a great knowledge and skill to have even outside of college, just because I think that's the future. So that's always going to be a valuable skill to have. So that's my take on it,
0: though. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. So fellas, man, I I really appreciate your, your time, man. This is this has been great. And before we get out here I just want to know what's next for you both uh, business wise and and collectively uh, what's what's next for the monopolizers
2: yeah yeah man so much so much so much so much plan man it's 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 crazy we're literally just scratching this surface of you know the the, the thinnest layer <laughs> so I think for me personally in terms of the business it's going to I, I so the cleaning business, I just scaled it into the second city. It's in Austin right now, now, as well as uh, San Antonio. So just scaled there. Um, the goal is to get to 50000 a month this year. Um, I think I might get that this month. We'll see. And then next year uh, to get to Houston and then continue to scale the business all over the country and make it the biggest cleaning business in the United States. Man, that's amazing, man.
1: Yes, sir. And then same for me. Um, it's, for one, yeah, like Alex said, there's so much potential that's, that still hasn't even been tapped into. It's crazy. But like I said, end of this year, I'm looking to have 20 rental cars in our fleet, whether we purchase them or whether we do go through joint venture. By the end of the next year, I'm looking to expand to 50. So and I want and fifty. That's like a bare minimum. I think we can well surpass that. But one thing we want to start doing is building out a team, though. We want to just so we can start removing ourselves from the business a little bit more. We can start like delegating uh, people that can work for us. That way, we're able to enjoy more of our time. Because as I move into twenty twenty three, that's when we're going to start looking at like um, starting to build a family. So that's when it's going to be. I want to be able to have a business that's not, start a family. Alex starts smiling, not kids wise, but like a wife wise. So <laughs> he starts smiling too hard. So I have to address that. So that's when you start bringing, start bringing other people into the picture. So at that point, I want to be well off to where we can afford the lifestyle that we desire. That's what we consider like level two financial freedom, buying whatever it is that big paying for our dream lifestyle so that's really my goal right now and um i'm dead set focused on that moving forward
2: yeah and as far as the podcast man we just trying to like i was saying earlier man podcasting is so early right now that like i wouldn't i i think we hit gold just in terms of like when we you as well when we started a podcast man like that that time of 2019 and like now you have that 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 database of episodes now when people are starting to catch into podcasts they find yours and they go go back and look now they become diehard fans that's how your podcast just starts spreading man so for us i think you know we just invested into it even more doing in-person episodes only now so the goal is to continue to grow that and scale that and you know get a get one of them joe rogan podcast deals man spotify they they paying a hundred million for podcasts man so sure
0: that's 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 where we're trying to go that's what's up fellas man well we really appreciate you guys hopping on, man. Uh, you know me, I'm, I'm like it's crazy that I'm like probably ten years y'all senior or whatever. But I look, I really get a lot from you guys I look up to you guys. I know like there's hundreds, probably thousands of other uh, brothers who who get so much from you too. So y'all keep doing what y'all doing, man. Y'all 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 making people proud out there, and uh, I know that y'all's growth is just gonna be crazy. I, I, I'm I'm enjoying the journey, enjoying watching you guys do what you do. So shout out to
2: y'all man hey man we we appreciate you bro you was a, one of the first ones to come on our podcast one of the oh. first people to invite us on a podcast so. first
1: to invite us on a podcast so yeah, no, first, you you, yep. you one of the day ones for us so big, big shout out to you
2: we <laughs> all no matter how big bro no matter where we go you can always you know hit us up bro and we'll be here on the podcast <laughs> yeah, we can chop it that's up, a right.
0: fact appreciate it fellas all right y'all well i hope you enjoyed this episode and uh we're gonna catch you all on the next one peace If you love the Black Married and Debt Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace.